Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. And we are live. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Hope you're having an absolutely, absolutely amazing Thursday evening. Kara, how are you feeling, my friend? I am well. I'm good. Man, Kara, y'all, you guys are in for a treat tonight. You really are. But for those of you that are new to this page, for those of you that are new to Pre-PT Grind, uh, my name is Joseph. I'm one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. And um, our purpose and job and goal and focus, whatever you want to say, is to help y'all get into PT school. That's why we're here. That's it. And so tonight, this is episode 13. Ironically, it's on February 13th. But this is episode 13 of our pre-PT Inspire series. And what that is, is we've actually taken, and there's plenty more coming, y'all. <laughs> there's plenty, plenty. But what we've done is we've taken a lot of our accepted system winners. So the accepted system is our coaching program. But we've taken a lot of the students that have absolutely crushed it, gotten into PT school, and we've said, hey, you know what? Like, this whole journey to PT school acceptance is not, like, it's not a walk in the park. I think a lot of us think, oh, yeah, retake some classes, do this. Like, and this is what we're told by advisors. I want y'all to see the real thing. I want y'all to see, like, what does it really look like? I want y'all to see the real frustrations. I want you to see the real stress, the real anxiety, the stuff that, like for a lot of you is might might be exactly what you're going through right now. And I, I just love being real. And so what we've done is we said, hey, let's actually bring some of those students. Kara is going to be the, 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 the main feature tonight. But, but the biggest thing is we've said, hey, let's bring them on here. Let's actually have them share their story. Good, bad, ugly. And then what they did to finally get accepted into PT school. So if you are joining us, man, great to have every single one of y'all here. But, but that's the purpose of this. So as we're going through, guys, like, like comment, like as you guys are, like, if you have questions, comment them, I'll, I'll make sure that I, you know, inform Kara about them and she can answer them. But if you guys want to congratulate her, if you want to say, Hey, that, that sounds like what I'm going through right now, y'all just let's lock in and, and make sure that you are served. The purpose is for us to serve you. So Kara's, Kara's already accepted into PT school. She good. Like I'm already a physical therapist. So the goal is to make sure you're served and that's it. That's it. That's our goal for tonight. Is that cool with you, Kara? Yep. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let's dive. Let's just get to the good of it. So Kara, let's start from the beginning before we get to the stuff that's tough to, you know, kind of process and where a lot of your stress and, you know, all the different things that kind of became stumbling blocks along your way to becoming a physical therapist. Like, tell us why PT, like what led you to choosing physical therapy to begin with? What drew you to it? 
what's the story behind why you chose the profession as a whole? Go. Okay, so before I directly answer the question, I'm gonna rewind to basically undergrad. Basically my first year of college, I did terrible compared to being an A student in high school. My undergrad, I had a, I, the last semester I ended up with a 1.5 GPA my first semester and I was put on probation and that, that wasn't like me at all. So I just started, you know, going through school and I got my GPA up, of course, but I was still unsure of what I wanted to do. I was a um, bio major, which I hated, but I'm like, okay, I want to be in the medical field. My family think it's a good career, so I'll do it. But I just, you know, kept going in and out of school and it just wasn't working out. And then my last semester at my first college, I ended up just dropping all my classes. I was taking like bio, chem, calculus, and it just wasn't working out. So I'm like, okay, I'll drop my classes and I'll go work and figure out what I want to do with my life. So I just basically applied to so many jobs. And my cousin had asked me if I wanted to want a job at a physical therapy office. And that's the only job that I didn't even apply for. So I'm like, yeah, of course. Like I didn't have to apply. Sure. So from that, like just working at the PT office and realizing how much physical therapy impacts people's lives. And because before I didn't know anything about physical therapy, I never knew that, you know, it can be a career or what it even was. I honestly thought physical therapy was getting on a machine, getting a massage and going home. <laughs> but um, just working with, you know, therapists who, they specialized in so many different things, women's health, ortho, neuro, and just from kids to adults, like the the variety was, it was so much. I'm like, wow, like this and not being able to, like, I didn't have to be in a box. <laughs> I didn't have to just work in the clinic. I could work at a school. I could travel. It was so many different options. And just seeing what, like, impacting patients lives and how thankful they were for like things that I take for granted I'm like wow like this this is so eye-opening and that that's what really sparked my interest in physical therapy and like from that experience I realized like this is what I want to do like this is how I want to change lives mm, mm -mm. <laughs> like I can tell why you why you've worked so hard. Um, how many of y'all can relate with, with that? How many of you like can say, wow, that, that sounds pretty close. If you're like, Hey, that's pretty close to why I want to do physical therapy, but girl, you're right. Like I had no idea what PTs were. I didn't know what they did. Like to be honest, I mean, it's the typical stuff. We think they're massage therapists or whatever, but, but once you figured it out and you're like, Whoa, I can definitely see myself doing this. It was a game changer. But, but the biggest thing is, yeah, like once you figured it out though, you were like, okay, there's something special about this profession. This isn't something that I, I'm like, oh, well, let's try it out. No, it's like, this actually feels like something that I can see myself doing for a long time, right? And, and but, but for those of y'all that are joining us here now, this is um, episode 13 of the uh, Pre-PT Inspire series and Kara's telling her story. Um, and, and Kara, I'm going to actually jump back. Like you actually talked about how, when you started, 
you're like you start off with like a very like rough GPA, yeah. right? You said one point what? One point five GPA, and I was put on probation. One point five. Can y'all just comment one point five below? Like I'm doing this for a reason. I want y'all to realize y'all like the, the whole GPA thing. We've been lied to about it. Like, and I want y'all to actually understand it. Like one point five. I want y'all to like write it down so y'all can see the numbers as you're pressing them. And Kara's in PT school. Like she's already accepted, but we're gonna get to how she did it. So if, if that's you right now, if that's you at the 1.5, well, keep listening. <laughs> but 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 if, if you've also had that same experience where you're like, man, this is the profession I want, but I'm actually going through a lot of stuff right now that that's leading me to feel like, man, like, will it happen? It might not happen. I don't know. Like, this is why Kara is going to share her story. But uh, but Kara, let's dive into the the next part of the journey. You knew now that physical therapy was what you wanted. You had a start in your journey that definitely wasn't like you already said it before you were like that wasn't me like that wasn't me like i knew that i could do better um the 1.5 was not like something i knew i like i knew i could crush it but but it just didn't work out at first so like for you what was the biggest struggle like what was your biggest fear on your journey now that you were like yo i want this thing like i want physical therapy what was your biggest struggle like on your journey to actually getting to where you are right now there was so many. <laughs> Girl, you better drop it off for us. I'm, in, I'm just going to sit here and relax. I mean, <laughs> like, tell, tell us about it. One of my biggest ones that I remember in undergrad was physics. You know, I thought, you know, oh, this is the, the classes that I have to take. I'm just going to do it. But like realizing that I have to take all these classes at once and then hating math and physics is a lot of math. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. And I waited until my last year to do physics. And um, I ended up having to quit my job to take physics along with the, the rest of my classes because I'm like, I need all A's. So this is a sacrifice that I'm going to have to make so that I can be a great applicant when I'm applying to PT school. I'll get the job when I'm a PT. <laughs> so that was my thought process, like just having to quit my job to do well just struggling through physics, paying for a tutor, even though I don't have a job. Like, it was so stressful, but like, I just knew that I wanted this and it was gonna happen by any means possible. And even recently, like taking the GRE, the first time I took it, I didn't do as well as I wanted. And then I had to take it over and I ended up getting the tutor and going through the GRE code in the accepted system. And, you know, even though I never thought I would have had to take it twice, I'm glad I did. And I'm really glad that I sacrificed because if I didn't, I probably would have never got accepted, you know? So those were like two really huge struggles for me. Mm. What was like, what were you most scared of? Like, what was your biggest fear? <laughs> Taking the GRE for a third time like having to go back to school again to take um maybe extra classes to make my application look better because i've already been out of school for two years and um also just being rejected because before this acceptance i was waitlisted and like that was it was so crushing because i thought i did so well i thought my application was so good and just to be waitlisted 
I'm like, what if I just get waitlisted for all my schools and I, ne- I never get in? So, but I I just kept going. <laughs> you talking about the previous cycle? No. The- you talking about like being waitlisted like early on in the journey, yeah. like for- a few months ago. <laughs> Man, that's that's tough. Um, and, and we talk to a lot of students that are like waitlisted. And there's a lot of people that are messaging us now. Um, that's probably like the hardest thing because we're like, shoot, like if I'm waitlisted, what does that mean? Like we get very, like very stressed. It's almost like you kind of feel like you're in the middle of two worlds. Sometimes you have thoughts that lead you to think, oh, do I just start preparing for the next cycle or like it, it becomes tough. And, I, and I'm assuming, well, I know. Those, see, I, see, see, we talked, but, but like, I know you had some of those thoughts as well. For sure. Man. Even like when I took the, the second time I took the GRE, I didn't get the score that I wanted. And I already started thinking, okay, maybe it's time to prepare for the next cycle. But <laughs> here we are. Mm. For y'all that are watching this right now or listening to this, because this will be a podcast episode, maybe you've had some of those thoughts already. Like right now, as we're recording this, it's February 13th. Now, by the time this get, it'll get in front of a lot of y'all eventually. But, but, but as we're recording, this is February 13th. This is 2020. What's up, y'all? Uh, but, but, but the biggest thing is, like, there are a lot of pre-PTs right now, and it might be you, who are starting to think, you know what? Maybe I should start thinking about the next cycle. Maybe, 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 maybe being on the wait list right now means that I should just kind of, like, give up on it and just start prepping for the next cycle. Y'all, like... The biggest man, like, <laughs> like, trust me, like, yes, c- control what you can. But part of it is just the patience game. Like, like, I think so, sometimes we don't realize that the acceptances sometimes take longer than we think. Like, like, in my class, Kara, like in my grad, like in my PT class, the two top students in my class got accepted one week before PT school started. Wow. Like, isn't that something? Like, like when you start to really think about it and you're like, wait, and the reason why I said that for y'all to hear, because Kara's already accepted into PT school, but the reason why I said it for y'all to hear is because sometimes we start thinking, you know what, maybe I'm not qualified to like be accepted into a program. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't have what it takes. I just told y'all two of the top students in my doctor of physical therapy, like, like class, were accepted one week before PT school started. We're in February. Our program started in August. So part of it is being patient. But if you realize, you know what, like maybe I didn't give it my best shot, then, then yeah, there are certain actions to take. But part of it is also like, for those of y'all that know y'all have done the right things, man, please, 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 please play the patience game. But, but, but Kara, let's go in a little deeper. So for you, you were like, yo, GRE is a struggle. I definitely don't want to get rejected because, oh, you know, you already waitlisted and, that, and there was that fear. Um, there's a lot that was still like kind of connected to your early start as a, you know, as an undergrad student and just saying, man, like, I don't know if that's going to come back to backfire on me with a GPA that's not as high as it could have been had that not happened. But now for you, what led you to start looking for like non-traditional, now for you, we already know it's the accepted system. What led you to look for non-traditional coaching or guidance? Well, I just knew I couldn't do it alone. (laughs) Like I wanted to be 
surrounded by people that have gone through this process just to know that, you know, I'm not crazy. I'm not going crazy. It's going to be okay. And that's really what the accepted system did for me because like, there's so many people here. We have the same similar stories, the same struggles. Like you're not the only one that you have that has to take the GRE four times. Like, it's okay if you applied before and didn't get accepted. It's okay if you have a 1.5 GPA, like you're not alone. And just being able to see other people, like their struggles, it, it lets you know that I can do it too. Even though sometimes you know that, you still have your doubts because, you know, that's life. But just really to have that support system because it's there's no way that you can go through this process by yourself. Tell us how it specifically helped you. Like, how did that program like help you specifically? Because like, how did it solve a lot of your biggest issues and problems that you were having when you came in? Well, definitely by having a coach because shout out to Savannah, she is a lifesaver <laughs> and just being able like, someone being able to read my essays for me because other people in your life, you know, family, they support you, but they won't always have time. And, you know, having your coach to be there to help you through that, you know, she was there to, you know, do mock interviews with me, read through my essays a hundred times, like getting back to me. I didn't have to wait weeks, like within, you know, a few hours and just being there to encourage me when I took the GRE and I just felt like I did terrible, just let me know, like, you know, it's not over. Just really having that per person in my corner. Boom. Yo, Savannah's amazing. <laughs> Savannah's a rock star. But, but, but I'm glad that you were able to find that. Um, for those of y'all that are watching right now, maybe y'all are in the same position that Kara was in. What I actually want Kara to do right now, and this is going to be really cool for a lot of you, is I'm actually going to have her talk to us about the day that she got accepted into PT school. Like, I want y'all to hear it be because the biggest thing is like for Kara, like, to be honest, if Kara really wanted, we could have been on the live, we could have done like an hour long live stream if we wanted to, we could have done a two hour because there, there's so much, there, there's so much. Like if we, like Kara, if we go back and we just talk about the good, the, the bad, the, the frustrating, the moments where you contacted Savannah, for example, or myself or Casey, freaking out you're like I don't know like, like everything that you ever went through good and bad like like it's a lot it's a lot and that's what makes your story so beautiful that's what makes everybody's story so amazing if they actually you know follow through and finish it but for you I want you to tell us about the day you finally got your acceptance letter describe it how did you figure it out because I want people to start like dreaming <laughs> like, like I want them to start seeing themselves in that time and say shoot like what am I willing to do for that feeling? What am I willing to do for that experience, for that day, for the day I look at my phone and, and see, we're pleased to inform you. Like, yo, like, what am I going to do? So for you specifically, how did it happen? Before, before I got accepted, I watched the live streams and I literally thought those exact moments, like those exact thoughts, how am I going to react? Like, I can't wait for that day to be me, <laughs> you know, for, for that to be me. But I was at work and as usual, like all of us who applied to PT school, checking my email nonstop, <laughs> every minute, every minute. And I, I saw the email and I just, it was just a, a sigh of relief. 
a sigh of relief. And like, I, I just, I recorded myself, like, you know, I just got to accept it because I'm like, I need to document this. And I just, I prayed. <laughs> I prayed. And I think talking about it is making me emotional. <laughs> but I just prayed and I thank God because like, I, I dreamed, I dreamed for, for this day for so many months, like, you know, after being waitlisted and I was in contact with the school that I got waitlisted at. And I'm just like, they told me I was number seven on the waitlist. And I'm just like, okay, we're still waitlisted. All right. And then just seeing, seeing that email, it was just, it was, it was a relief. It, <laughs> it was great. Y'all, what's that day going to mean to y'all? Can we show, can we show Kara some love, y'all? Can we just show her some, some, some love, man? Like, I'm insanely proud of you, for first of all, for just being willing to just go through all of that and being, being self-aware to realize, yo, like, there's certain moments, wow, like, like, like I'm overwhelmed. And, and so I, I need to find someone to actually help me navigate this thing being being aware of the fact that you were so glued on what you wanted like you were clear like there's no like regardless of how stressed you were or how anxious you were there was no moment where you ever thought i'm not like this is not what i want right like it was more feelings of i don't know if i can or like but but you you never had a moment where you were like this isn't what i want like i think like you always wanted it like from the moment you decided but, but for you, it's saying, yo, like, what am I willing to go through? What am I willing to experience? So for that, I want to say congratulations. Like, I want to say congratulations. I'm proud of you. Uh, for those of y'all that are watching live around replay, let's give her some hearts. Like, some, like you know, like, ju ju just to, like, literally celebrate with her for everything. But every single one of y'all can, can literally, like, go through the same thing. One line that I love so much, y'all, um, and, and my wife actually says this a lot to me she said it to me since college uh, when we were dating is um, what's for you is for you. For those of y'all that are live, would y'all mind commenting that? Because I want other people that watch this afterwards to see it. What's for you is for you. And I'll explain what that means. What's for you is for you. What that means is this, man. What that means is like in life, the things that you're meant to do. Like I, I, I just believe that like, like Kara was always meant to be a PT. Like, like I know that, like when I met her, I was like, yo, you, you love this thing too much to not get in. Like, let's just figure this thing out. But, but, but the honest truth is like, it's understanding that what's for you is for you. Like I genuinely believe that like, this is why, like, I just don't believe in like other people taking like what's mine or other people. Y'all no, no, no. Like, they're, they're, like we get so stressed about it. Like for us as pre PTs, it's in comparing ourselves. For us as pre-PT that's saying, shoot, man, my peers got into PT school. I didn't get in. So that must mean I'm not like, we, we, like, we tell ourselves the silliest things. But I want you guys to understand, what's for you is for you. That statement alone, Kara, has carried me through some of the darkest moments of my career so far. Moments where I was second guessing myself. Moments where I was like terrified. Moments where I felt overwhelmed, moments where I felt like I didn't deserve whatever it is that I was doing, moments where I felt like, you know what, like I want this, but it, it, it's probably not going to work out because why me? Then Eliana, my wife would always say, what's for you, Joseph, is for you. There's no business getting what's not for you, and there's no business quitting on what is for you.
And for every single one of you, including Kara, like I believe that y'all were put in, like that, that passion that you have for physical therapy, that desire that you have to serve people in that way, what's like, like it's not an accident. Like y'all, unless y'all just woke up and you're like, shoot, I guess. Like, like unless that was the case, like if, if you have this like passion where you're like, yo, like I would do anything to, man, it's for you. But you have to start saying, well, if what's for me is for me, then what do I have to do to make sure that I stay on the path long enough to actually realize it? For Kara, it was all about like, who does she have to be around to stay on the path long enough to actually get to this moment? Yeah. She dreamt about it. She, she would imagine it, she said it. But the honest truth is it doesn't replace the actual day. It doesn't compare. It doesn't compare. It doesn't compare to what you just said, Carrie. You, you, you were like, yo, Joseph, I just felt the sigh of relief. Like, it was like, it was like, man, after everything, after everything, it's this relief that you just get. But what's for you is for you. Does that make sense? So for those of y'all that are like, okay, Joseph, Kara, I'm hearing this. If y'all are like, yo, what, what did Kara actually do? So we actually, Casey and I created a, a, a video training series for y'all. If you guys comment www.acceptancenavigator.com below, I want you guys to go there and start your training tonight. Like just go in there, it's free. Go start your training tonight. Start learning. What did Kara actually figure out? What did Kara do? What was her journey like? Why was she so self-aware? Why did she know what to do next when she was freaking out? Like, how did she know what this, like what steps to navigate and take so that she could actually sit in this position right now? So that she could be here advising y'all on how to keep pushing forward, how to keep crushing it. She just finished work. Like she's at her workplace right now. She's like, yo, I'm ready to serve the people, Joseph. Like how did she get from the 1.5 GPA like during her first semester to now like getting, like y'all go like go to the acceptancenavigator.com, www.acceptancenavigator.com. Y'all start like digging deep into it but you have to go in believing that what's for you is for you. And if this has been planted on your heart, y'all, it's for a reason, it's for a reason. Kara, when that desire was planted on your heart, it was for a reason, it wasn't an accident. And we have to trust that. We have to trust that, like that, that feeling of like, yo, this is what I really truly desire so that we can actually take the right steps to making sure that we absolutely walk closer to it and not say, you know what, I quit. It's not for me anymore, like y'all, that's probably the saddest thing for me to watch people actually give up on their dream when it is physical therapy. So, um, Kara, what is one piece of wisdom or two pieces of wisdom? Talk, talk to yourself from a year ago. Talk <laughs> like, like, do you remember what you were like? Do you remember what's going through your head a year ago? Like, okay. Talk, talk to that version of you from one year ago and say, Hey, like, this is what I would tell her because the people listening right now, there's somebody who is in that state of mind. There's someone who's that same level of stress, like self-doubt and, and not knowing how this is going to transpire. Like they're there right now and they would love to hear what you would have told yourself had you been able to go back in time of year. So uh, what's your word of wisdom? I would tell myself that it's, it's not the end of your story. <laughs> like, you know, even though you had to take the GRE twice, and you did terrible, or you had a 1.5 GPA, you know, or you failed the class, or you dropped out of all your classes, it, 
it's not the end of your story. If you want it, keep fighting. Like that, that's what it boils down to. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Because even though when I, after taking the GRE and I didn't do well and being waitlisted, I never didn't think I wasn't going to become a physical therapist. <laughs> like no matter what happened, okay, I didn't get in this cycle. I'm going to reapply and I know what I have to do next time. Like it's not the end of the story. And I want this by any means possible. And I'm going to get it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better. Two things you should have picked up from tonight. If it's for me, it's for me. Which leads to point number two. I have to actually be willing to do the actions that will allow me to actually get there. I have to. Best part about that is that part's already kind of figured out for you. You just have to be willing to say, am I willing to actually learn it and apply it? So for y'all tonight, I hope y'all were inspired like crazy by Kara's story. Kara, I, I'm, I'm super grateful for you taking time out of your evening to, to share your story, to inspire the people with your journey. Um, those of y'all that are listening on podcasts, thank you for listening. Those of y'all listening uh, on the pre-doc page, thank you for watching. Like wherever this is right now, YouTube, like thank you guys for everything. Uh, but, but, but Kara, thank you. Thank, thank you. Um, and and don't, don't slow down, girl don't slow down. Like, listen, this is, this is one landmark. Great. Use everything that you've used to get to this point, to get you through the next phase, to get you through PT school. Like use that, use that. You have the people, you have the support now, like use it, use it, use it. And, and ultimately let's get you to where you're supposed to be, which is a doctor of physical therapy. Sounds good. Yep. You cool with that? All right. Well, much love to every single one of y'all. Thank you so much, Kara. Y'all have a great, great evening. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.